You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Live. Hello, guys, and welcome to another edition of FCM Mobile Podcast. I'm PR coming to you from Brooklyn, and uh, we've got another one coming from you, uh, li- coming to you live from the draft tonight. Um, starting a little bit earlier to talk about some of the picks that were taken off draft really quick before the draft starts up. Um, so to jump right into that, uh, the first pick was Blaine Moore taken by Toronto. Um, obviously, he's the, uh, the the you know the ritzy, fancy-looking guy, speed, uh, high contact, great defense combination of a bat. Um, his speed, bat, and defense combination is unmatched in the draft, and I viewed him as the player worth taking number one. Um, some people, you know, obviously there were other players who could be taken uh, 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 before him, but I think Blaine Moore was a safe pick at number one for Toronto. Um, he could end up becoming lesser of some of the players taking after him, but I think it was worth the gamble. Um, San Francisco uh, taking Luis Gentinetta, uh, the second baseman. Some, you know, I know Mike had a problem taking him. Um, most of the people that, uh, that, uh, that were on the chat after San Francisco made their pick, they agreed with it. It was a great power bat. Um, uh, it could possibly come with above average contact for a power hitter, and he should be an above average fielder at uh, at second base, and he can help the offense as soon as next season. So I think San Francisco made a, a great quality pick there. Um, and the only thing that could really go wrong is a couple of drops of development not happening correctly. Um, and then LAD taking Carlos Marquez. I mean, uh, obviously that's a great pick. He's arguably the best starting pitcher in the draft. He could be MLB ready in two and a half years, um, three years tops. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing really much more you can say about Marquez. He's, high, you know, a high ground ball uh, pitcher. I believe he's a lefty, but that really doesn't matter what type of violence that this guy can bring to the table. So um, moving on to the Phillies pick of Tom Toubre. I didn't know how to really feel about uh, Toubre. I mean, all his vitals are, are, are great all around, and they're above average. He has a slightly high uh, a home run rate, um, maybe a little bit high. That's a little scary, um, but he has got a great repertoire. And uh, I think there were other pitchers still available that were better than him. Uh, so it's interesting to see what, what ha- comes of him. But uh, I, I don't really know what to think about that pick. I think Philly didn't drop the ball, but I think they could have made a better pick there. Florida Hokie with the next pick taking Jarnell, Jarrell Yarnell. Um, I think he's going to be great. He's arguably on, he's up there with Carlos Marquez as one of the best starting pitchers in the draft. He should develop into an ace type. I mean, there's nothing really more to say about that uh, uh, kind of player. Um, I mean, his power is a little low, but he, I mean, he should he should be tremendous. And and I mean, you know, Hokey he, he's done a great job with pitchers. I've always seen great pitchers on Hokey's staff, so I think he's going to be another one added to that Marlins championship caliber pitching 
lineup. Um, going next to Arnold McCord for Chicago, he's very young. He's got great potential. I think he's going to be a great player. He's going to have great contact to power ratio. He's going to have a great eye. He's going to be an above-average defender for right field, um, and he's going to play in a lot of games. He's got great health. So um, I, I think that Arnold McCord, I mean, he's a great pick. He's he's one of those picks that were obvious on top five, at the very least top ten. And uh, I think that's just another quality selection by Chicago taking another power hitter. St. Louis taking Juan, Juan Zaniga. Um, I had him on my list, but I didn't have him this high. He took a couple drops. He, he jumped. Um, not to say that that means anything, but just to add that in there. Uh, I don't know if he's top ten material, um, but he's still got the he's still got the skill set there, and he still has the opportunity to be a great pitcher. So all all it is is a matter of of where you know development decides to take it. So I don't know if I like that pick, but he didn't take a bad player. So we'll see how that turns out. Cincinnati taking Dan Vines. He's a great lefty bat with potential to be a you know an MVP one day. Um, he could certainly just mash the ball uh, uh, once he reaches his full potential. He'll have great health. He's going to be a DH. I mean, you could put him at first base. But he's not very good defensively. But I did think there was a first baseman ahead of him, or still left on the board, um, that was taken, you know, two slots uh, after him in, in Joe J in yeah in Joe James from Minnesota. That's actually going to turn out better than him. Andy uh, disagrees. Um, Andy's definitely had a bit better luck uh, drafting uh, players than me, so we'll see what turns out like that. But um, it's an interesting pick for Cincinnati. It's not a bad pick. He's a great player. I just don't know if he was the best player in his position available even at that spot. Um, New York, The Yankees taking starting pitcher Joe, John Thomas. Um, I think he was very similar to the pitcher that I took. Um, he's a little bit older than uh, Bernie Carrick is the person I'm talking about. He's a little bit older than Carrick, but I mean, he has, you know, his, his uh, let me see if I, okay. He, you know, his, his control and movement, they're, they're, they're exactly, you know, they're around the same the place that you want them to be uh, uh, when you're, you know, looking at somebody's development because you know the movement is going to obviously, you know, take over development as time goes on. So uh, I think he could be great. I didn't think he was the best pitcher still available at that spot. But, again, when you're talking about these picks, especially in this draft, I don't think there was a very bad pick. I just think that there were picks that could have been made that would be better than those good picks. Um, and moving on, obviously, Joe, Ta- Joe James, I uh, I mentioned him. He's a first baseman. He can't really play defense just like Vines, but he's going to be a tremendous hitter, and and, and there's nothing more, you, you know, you can really say about it. Um, that power is going to be outstanding. His eye is going to be outstanding, and the potential there for him to be just, just a Hall of Famer, I think, is possible. I do think that it is possible, depending on how, how the length of his career and, you know, how he does develop, Joe James could one day be a Hall of Famer. But uh, uh, there's a lot of factors that go into that. It's not just one thing. Um, Oakland taking relief pitcher Gordon Tig- Tigner. Now, this is after my pick. Uh, I don't really care for talking about my pick. I obviously have the reasons uh thinking, you know, Bernie Carrick is a, is a great pitcher to take him. But R.P. Gordon Tigner, he's a great pitcher. Uh, he was taking kind of high, but he's not a bad gamble at that spot. I don't know about taking an RP at that situation. There were some good bats left there, 
But obviously, Tigner, he's got the skill set to be great. He's very young. Um, and with RPs being very scarce, I mean, he's a, he can one day definitely hold down the back of a bullpen. Um, and moving on to the Dodgers, who I think took one of the, you know, the, the weaker picks in the draft in Scott Collins. Now, Collins, obviously, you know, he he's very advanced for his age. Um, his control should get into the mid-70s as he as he grows, if he grows. Um, I mean, he's very far along. We'll see how that goes. I mean, maybe he could be great. That could be totally wrong. But I don't. I did not really like Collins when I first looked at him. I like him a little bit more, like as as I look deeper into it, but not not too much. I don't know if I like him more than some of the people still left on the board. Um, on to the next pick, which is Manuel Verdugo. I think. Peter made a great pick here. I think Verdogo was better than Collins, the pick before him. Um, I think he's going to be great. I know it's a different, there's a big difference between starting pitcher and relief pitcher, but if we're talking about just plain talent, I think that Verdogo would have been the player to go with, and I think the Nats are getting a great player. I mean, uh, you know, Peter loves those really young guys who straight coming out of high school. Millet was one of them, and I think, I don't know if Verdogo can live up to that hype, but I do think he's going to be uh, a very good pick, and Peter's going to be happy with that one. All right, and uh, moving to the Yankees, taking pitcher Ray Greening. I, he, you know, the movement is already past the control. You know, he doesn't really have any vitals ab- above his overall other than his endurance. He has, you know, slightly high health. You know, so, I mean, he's got a skill set. He's also a lefty. So I, I don't know how strongly I feel about this pick um, this early. I didn't have Greening on any, you know, on my final list of who to take. Um, so. I'm not too sure that I I really like this pick by the Yankees, but uh, but we you know you'll see how it goes. He's got potential and he's only 20 years old, so anything could happen. Um, the Cincinnati Reds taking center fielder Eli Nuns. Now he's got great range. He's going to be a good fielder. His arm is going to be moderate, you know, kind of decent. Um, he's a righty bat, um, but he's got great power. He's going to have a, a pretty nice eye. He's got decent speed. Um, so Andy took an overall. Uh, you know, pretty good player there with nice potential um, to be a nice player. He kind of he struggled uh, uh, batting average wise in high school, but he had a great on base percentage, a great OPS. He was a great power hitter, and um, you know he 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 walked you know decently for 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 a high school player. Um, but uh, Eli Nunn, I definitely think was a was a quality pick there. He's going to be a good defensive uh, uh, outfielder at time goes on. I don't know if the uh, the contact could ever reach into the mid-70s as it might need to against righties. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, you know, Andy, you know, I'm not really going to question his draft experience. Um, Cleveland trading up with the Mets to take Carlos Sura, the right fielder. Now, he was a, a pretty raw player, very young. Um, he doesn't have any one, you know, quality uh, uh, talent as far as his bat is concerned, um, but he could very well grow into an incredible player. Um, he's definitely got the arm to to work the out to the corner outfield. Um, his health is is exactly where you want it to be. So only time will tell. But um, I think Maddie got a pretty good pick here. I do think that Sura was is a. I mean, he's obviously a better bat, bat than Nuns. Um, he's not anywhere near the same defensively, but. Um, 
But I think Sir would have been a better bet to go with than Nuns that was taken right ahead of him. Um, oh, wait, no, that that's totally incorrect. Uh, it was Jose. All right, hold on. Sorry about that. Jose Cazos, the, the catcher, was taken by the Cleveland Indians, and and Sir was taken by the Florida Marlins. Sorry, I totally mixed that up. Um, Cazos, uh, he's you know he's a catcher with a good arm. Um, he's got nice power. Uh, I don't know where the eye and the uh, and the contact will fall at, but I mean with the catchers looking, I mean you know I don't know exactly when Maggie sees in him. But um, but he could grow into a good player. He could even be moved first. So we'll see how that turns out. I've already uh, told you my thoughts on Sura. And um, moving on to Cincinnati's pick of Donna Boletta, uh, the pitcher. I had him on my list towards the uh, beginning of the second round. Um, but it looks like he, you know, it looks like Andy was uh, already looking at him. And once he saw that he was still on the board, I mean, this guy's going to be a great pitcher. He's got a very high uh, ground ball ratio. He's got a good repertoire. Um, you know, all, you know the vitals that you want are going to be advanced. Movement is only six points away from the control, so it should be fine there. So, um, I mean, there's there's good potential for Donovan Letter to be uh, a great pitcher. And I think he was one of the more underlooked pitchers uh, the draft has uh, – this draft is going to see. Um the next pick was by the Mets, Neil Whitelaw, the catcher. Um, I think Whitelaw was one of the better catching choices in this draft. He's a good hitter. Um, uh, it looks like I have a guest. One second, please. Hey, uh, is anybody there? There you are. What's up, Pierre? Hey, what's... Oh, Jamie. Jamie, uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? I'm good, man. You asked me to join before. I told you I, I, I might not join, but I decided to now. It's All right, good. cool, man. All right, cool, man. Yeah. What's going on? How you, how you doing? I'm chilling. I'm just catching up. I see you talking about uh, what Miami's pick. No, I was talking about well, I had gotten down to um to Neil Whitelaw's pick, but um we've got okay. about 12 minutes left. So if you want to give me a little rundown of how you feel about certain things that went down in the first uh, part of the draft, you can go ahead and, and, and by all means share. Uh, well, to start, the first overall play, I thought it should have been Gentinella, honestly. Um, blame more. Even though, even though it looks like he has good vitals and all that, but Gentinella, he has outside. So I thought he was a superstar he couldn't miss. More, I mean, he could be a great player, but he doesn't have the power to, you know, present a high OPS or even game-changing speed. Um, but honestly, I didn't want to back you up just like that. So you continue going. I know, I know you're just talking about, uh, what the Mets pick, the catcher. So, oh yeah. White law. I yeah. mean, um, yeah. White law. He, yeah, he's got a, he's got a great combination of, uh, of, uh, you know, power contact. Uh, it, it, it'd be interesting to see where that actually all lands. Um, but he's got a great arm. And uh, obviously, you know, some people feel there, are, there, are, you know, there's a good abundance of catching talent in this draft. So I guess they're trying to capitalize on that. We've seen one, we've seen two catchers go in the first round. Not mm-hmm. like that's something special to see, um, you know, because some there are some catchers that turn out to be DHs, but two catchers that will definitely be playing the position uh, going in the mid second round, first round. And I don't think that is the last one. Uh, there's a there's a pretty good guy in in spoons to left out there for the uh, 
Patrick was saying, all right, hold on, I'm going to download this file that Andy just kindly yep. posted up. Yes. Same here. I'm about to catch up with you. You're in Jersey? Yeah, I'm in Jersey now. I just moved from Queens to Belleville. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You you uh you're in Bronx, right? No, nah, I'm not in the Bronx. I'm I'm in Ridgewood. It's on the border of uh, Queens and Brooklyn. Oh, okay, yeah, I know I know you're in Ridgewood. That's cool. Um yeah, I'm just downloading the spot right now. Yeah, I'm not too far from uh, MetLife Stadium now. Oh, yeah, that's a swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's a swamp out there. <laughs> I work out in Secaucus, so it's 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 pretty simple now. I am just I'm getting this file right now. But yeah, you. Uh, I remember you saying that um, more the right fielder was unanimous first overall pick. No doubt. I mean, now that I look into it, I have to retract that comment. I think that that was what all right. Catch me up then. Um, well, you t- well, hold on one second. Let me just get my thing settled because it looks like we're about to start things up. Um, okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think more. I mean, I think his combination of speed and, and contact and defense. His defense was really it for me. I really like he's gonna be a great center fielder. So, oh, you know, I, no doubt. I, you know, and I, I, I think that that he is worth that taking first overall. Maybe okay, maybe we could have did the, the the dealing down and whatnot. But you know, what's you know, if you really want, if you really like the guy, I mean, he he might not be as good as this guy, like some people were saying, or or even Vel- Ivan Velasquez. But I think he could be a quality player, and if he takes the right jumps, he could be great. I'm not saying he won't be a quality player. I'm just saying he's not going to be a game changer. I don't see anything in his um, – I mean, he, he has a high average. We'll, we'll give him that. But he doesn't have game-changing speed. He has game-changing defense. I'll give him that. But he's, I don't think he's as good as this guy was or as uh, Velasquez, as you said, on, on uh, uh, the Diamondbacks. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying he's – a, he's a top 10. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go top th- top five. I would go Gentinella, Marquez, McCord, actually. Um, so Andy Porch, hold on, I'm sorry to cut, cut you. Cut you I got you. Just, just real quick. Andy Porch goes to the Angels as an auto pick, and Bart Stacy will land in Baltimore. Oh, that's going to be a a he's going to be a monster in that park if the Orioles keep him. Um, you can continue with what you're saying. Oh yeah, I mean uh, McCord. Well, no, sorry, Jensen L. Uh, Marquez, McCord. Excuse me. Uh, I'm big fans of Ninga, uh, who GD took, and uh, Yarno, who Florida took. That, that's my top five. I'll, I'll spot more, maybe five or six. But I mean, I thought I, I really thought Jensen L. was unanimous. Plug him at third base. He's not a second base. I'm putting him at third base. Um, he could be a potential superstar player. Yeah, I think he could be a superstar. Um, you know, it, it depends. It all depends on how many jumps he has left. If he has three or four jumps left, he could be really great. Um, I just, 
you know, I've seen players who shoot up that quick and I'm always wary of them. Um, players who normally shoot up too quick and tend to like fall kind of quickly, but you know he's got he's got all the skills there to be great. I don't think that that was a bad pick. I think in the top, I think it was really hard this draft to make a bad pick in the top ten unless you obviously were trying to reach. And I think that Jenna Taylor could have okay. could have went one, two, three, four, five, and I think he went two, and I think that was great. I think that the person who went five was great. Like I think like I really you know oh, there was just a lot of people. I I wouldn't have mind you know, switching my pick for one of the picks that happened in there, so. Mm. I'm with you there. Any, any picks you're seeing that? Uh, I ain't talking about picks. Sort of not to, not to have to make my picks. <laughs> 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 Definitely not talking about picks. No, we're not doing that. Are you, your picks or, or other picks? Well, like potential picks. Or like, you mean you mean picks that have oh. already been made? Yeah, picks that have been made. Any, oh, yeah. uh, any, any, any shocks? Um, shock. The only shock could be pot. You know, the only shock I could possibly say would be, you know, Zaniga for St. Louis. But you know, everybody, it, it's been going, you know, the way I kind of saw it going, you know, before, you know, the, the, everything uh, 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 took up to speed in the offline draft. So, um, mm. so yeah. So, I mean. Dan Boletta, I didn't see going that high, but at the same time, I did like him as a pitcher, so we'll see how that goes. So it would be, Dan, you know, Donna Boletta and uh, Juan Zaniga as my two. I thought Zaniga might have been a little bit of a reach, but I thought it was a pretty – I think he's a solid player. Um, Tigner, the reliever, I thought it was a little bit of a interesting choice. Only because I, I'm very hesitant to pick um, very raw relievers that early. I just I, you just never know how. Yeah, um, I mean relievers at, at the same in this time, league. You know, I, I also feel like relievers. If you get a, a one with that much peak, I feel like they always end up to turn out somehow, some way, just because of how you know how scarce they are in this I, league. I, 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 how scarce they are in this league. I'm, I, I, I love. I, I mean, you know, you really need RPs in this league. There's not. There's almost none. So taking yeah. a picture this high, you have to mm-hmm. sometimes because it's just so scarce to find somebody who's quality uh, that can pitch in the pen. I'm I'm definitely with you there. I just I'm, I would definitely be hesitant to pick a guy who is 49 overall, and I have no idea how a certain player will uh, develop. But yeah, it's true. I mean, relief pitchers in this league are. Scarce, and that's one word. Scarce, can't find one. It's hard. Definitely. All right, we got three minutes till draft time. Um, looks like we've got a full house here. Uh, the Dodgers, Oakland, uh, Washington, St. Louis, Boston, Seattle, Minnesota, Baltimore. Um, you know, uh, Boston again. Uh, you know, co-working Harold co-working with Rocky. Obviously, you're here. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, Spoon to NY. All right, Spoon going to the Yankees. Um, TV's obviously here for Detroit. Decker representing Albany, New York, uh, in San Diego. G Money um, as the Mets, staying as his beloved Braves. John Chicago White Sox, who loves his power hitters. Andy obviously the Czar and Maddie the Cleveland Indians. Um, DB is up. Uh, I guess this is showtime. 
There we are. Um, all right. Everybody get your papers ready. Two Albany reps in the house, huh? Summerlin goes to Detroit. And I had him on my list, and now I have to cross him off. GB, you fucker. The Dodgers are picking. The Dodgers took. Yep, let's see. I am slightly behind. I, I just saw Sumlin being picked. Uh, oh, McDade, uh, yeah. All right, Yankees took... McDade, yeah, McDade took... Uh, Spoon, okay, yeah. McDade, yeah, McDade, McDade, McDade went to the LA Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, and then Spoon, Spoon went Spoon to... Went to the Yankees. Right. And the Tigers ended up taking um, Summerlin. So, uh, and now... Yeah. The Dodgers are trying to figure out who they're taking right now. Yeah, here's I'm up to speed. Yeah, a lot of catches going first round. That's what uh, Vertigo just said. Yeah, just we had just mentioned that. A lot. Yep, you did. A lot of catches. I mean, back to back. What is this? Four catches in the first round. Waiting on the yeah, Dodgers you know, pick. Um, SXR has been, you know, SXR has been making some quality picks as of late. He did a good job last year. He decided he was going to uh, rebuild at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a- initially he thought he was going to compete. He traded for Jarman, and he ended up trading Jarman. So he's in a full rebuild over there, and yeah. in LAD, and he's going to try to, you know, build another champion. And uh, and we'll see who he goes. And he goes with OF Wolf. Um, he definitely. Took a lot of time with that one. I had Wolf on one of my lists for the uh, for the outfielders. Um, Tim Wolf, center fielder. Um, I don't know if that range will definitely keep him in center field, but he should definitely have a quality bat. Definitely, he's left-handed too, so that's always a positive. We got the Mets up at this point. All right, G-Money's up. Pick 28. That means I'm on deck. You know, I'll take one pick in this entire draft, only in the fourth round, so I'm just going to be All reacting. Right. <laughs> I'm on deck. Boston after me. Then Cincinnati will take their compensation pick. Then back around in the second round for the Blue Jays, Mets, Phillies, and then Padres. And looking ahead, we have a very interesting uh, third round coming up. Uh, well, third round is actually not fourth round because of the compensation round, but that's just going to be an interesting round because yeah, third well, round, third rounds this year. And just... what will be interesting is no trading can happen, so there's like no excuse for not getting your pick in as soon as possible. Like you're not really discussing anything. I mean, that's other than you know taking time to pick, but uh, but it should definitely speed up the draft. You know, to Andy's delight. What's but everybody's delight? We all hope it's it's going to be a faster round, a lightning round, a third round, just pick up the pick up the pick. But we shall see. All right, so we uh, got G Money. Up. For a little bit. Yeah, I got you, man. Tell me when it's my pick. I'm going to be, you know, I'm looking for somebody right now. I got you. 
Charlie Buchanan. I, that was that was a starting pitcher I was liking. It's um, Buchanan. Buchanan. It's a Buchanan, okay. And you're up. Yeah, Buchanan, from what I remember, he has a very high ground ball rate. I mean, I, obviously, I'm not I'm not in this draft, but he was a guy I was pretty high on if had I had picks. But, yeah, I think Buchanan's going to be a solid pick. He's got a high sinker rating, um, you know, sinker plus a 65% ground ball rate. You know, as long as you have a good infield, he should be pretty, pretty stellar. Right-handed yeah. pitcher, he's got very high control. Yeah, I mean, not expecting... Uh, any power out of him in terms of strikeouts, but keeps the ball on the ground, doesn't give up home runs. I'm looking at his college and high school stats, so solid. I thought he was going to go a little earlier. Justin Shop. Justin Shop. Shop. Yep. I liked him, so I picked him. All right, and now we have Boston up. It's Rocky and Harold time. Justin Shope, good hitter. Interesting that he doesn't have any home runs for three years in high school. I mean, when you have 60 power, you expect some power. So um, it'll be interesting yeah, what, what he does in the minors. I, mean, I think he will hit home runs. It's just interesting I mean, how he's how his high school stats only shows three career home runs. Yeah. He I had think, I think, average bat, and he had great defense. So I, you know, I, I, nah, I'm I, with I, you. I, I, pretty good upside, too. I think it's a pretty good pick. He's got good range, right field. He can play all three center, uh, all three outfield positions. Oh, and he's not happy about Rocky's pick. <laughs> oh, wow, two two catches in a row. Catcher Cedilis are going to – oh, wait, hold on. So Estro no, right. went to Estro went yeah. to Boston. He went Cedillas to Boston, and then Sedilas went to Cincinnati. Right fielder Bolin goes to who was that? Well, I mean, my guess would be Cincinnati Bowling two times in Toronto. Row? Yeah, now Toronto. It's, now oh, okay, it's okay, okay. So Sedilas went to Cincinnati. I think Dillis went to Cincinnati and Bowling went to Toronto. Dillis is a pretty good pickup. I mean, there's a lot of um, uh, similar catches in terms of build. Uh, I would tend to go for the higher arm guy. Uh, Dillis fits that bill. Estro not as much. But a lot of catches going early. Yeah. Well, maybe I looked at Estro wrong, but Maybe I, maybe I mixed up Esther and Sedillas, but one of them had a high arm rating. The bowling was auto-pick to Toronto. G-Money just took Felipe Ortego. The pitcher, right? I had him on my list. Yeah. I don't know if I had him this high, but I had him on that. Quality pick. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, G Money took two starting pitchers with high ground ball rates, so he's looking like that's what his focus is to get, uh, you know, ground ball pitches and have an infield, you know, playing around him. Left field Torres. Who was that pick? Uh, who picked Torres? Uh, oh, SP Doyon. Ah, I had him on this sticker. Uh, LS Torres. <laughs> I believe he went to um, – damn it, there was somebody that isn't here. Mm. 
I believe it wasn't Toronto. It was Phillies. It was Philadelphia. The Phillies aren't here, so uh, uh, any auto pick for them. Mm. Uh, I believe he left the list. Kevin Doyon, another high ground Doyon ball pitcher. Was great, yeah. Doyon was a yeah. great pick by Decker. Yeah, he could, I mean, he's got a high upside, too. 57 overall, 84 peak. Two seam is high. Uh, I'll get you your ground balls. Here comes the hokey pick. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I scouted this draft, I actually, I mean, I obviously wanted to keep all the all the picks, but I had to do what I got to do and trade them all, but yeah. I would have... I, I mean, you I traded them all year in first place, so... That works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy with with results and all. Um, just just looking at the initial draft class, I was actually excited <laughs> to start drafting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. But but I'm definitely happy with the results, no doubt. All right, Maddie. Looks like Maddie's here. Maddie, you there? Yeah, Maddie in the call. There it is. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Matt? How you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic now. Got a beer in my hand, so it's all good. What's up, Matty? Jamie. Got the draft going. It's going pretty quick today. How do you feel about this draft, Matt? Can I... The uh, overall depth is is pretty good. The top half is really really deep. We're having picks to what we're, I don't know where we're at, but somewhere in the second round. But in most years, this talent is like late first talent. So there's definitely some really good good players to be had. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this is a, a deep class. Maybe not a, uh, you know, a superstar class. I mean, I'm, this is only my third draft, but I, I'd say the, the talent pool isn't gone after the first round. I think that was the case a couple of years ago, where after maybe the midway through the second, it was completely shot. Usually, yeah. yeah that's, I mean, that's what it is? You're pretty much just trying to trying to select good good builds in the second, you know, in in the late second, in and third, and just hope for that something you know happens. And with this draft, you're probably going to get a pretty good pick all the way through the second, probably into the early third. Which is now the compensation round, but there's a lot of really good good players. Just St. Louis is up. Uh, we're just waiting for JD to pick, and then I'm on deck. Um, looking at it further out, uh, the Yankees are after me. Minnesota will be after that, and I'm up at again. Uh, Fred, then G Money. Peter for the Nationals, the Yankees again, and then the Reds rounding out to number 17 in the round. Still waiting on GD. You know, there's a guy out there who I'm surprised who hasn't been taken yet. I mean, I don't know if there you is, want me there, to. There is also, there's also one, too, and I, I, I feel like I'm about to take him depending on what GD um, says. Now, now I, I'll leave it to you, too. Since I don't have many pictures, do you want me to talk about no, don't talk about everything okay. like that. I, I got you. I got you. Around. I hear you. I hear you. It's only professional. I'm, I'm, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying it because I got literally one pick. 
think the guy that we're all wondering when he's he's going to go is reliever Mike Mike Marsh. Mike Marsh. I think I, 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 he rings a bell. He rings a bell. Maybe Craig James. He dominated in the senior year of high school with 305 ERA. <laughs> oh, Mike Marsh. He's definitely the one that's throwing that. Graham Gillison went to, uh, that was GD's pick, Cardinals. Graham Gillison. Gillison. Now it's up to me. All right. Well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I think. I'm telling you, there's one guy I'm just shocked he is not selected. I won't say names, but I'm looking at him. Um, I'm just going to have to go with what my first instinct is telling me and go. Uh, Paul back. Yeah, he's probably the second guy I was, I was thinking, how the hell is he not taken? But He dropped a little. So some people were concerned, but I'll take the I'll take the risk on him. He's got some good you know, you know, sometimes sometimes we see a guy drop um, pre-draft, and a guy who might have been mid-first round talent becomes second round talent. That's a steal, in my opinion. That could be a steal pick. That's that that that's what happened to me last year picking up Mel Jackson. I felt that he was a mid round, mid first round pick. I got him mid second round. I felt like that was a steal. So you probably got yourself a steal at PR. I mean, I hope it is. We'll see how it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Another catcher. Who went? Was Paul Dill actually picked or? Another catcher out. Who is still there? I'm just trying to look. Who is still there? So All there's right, up and, just and, yeah. and PR, PR, you picking, you, you're, you're on deck? Yeah, I'm on deck. Um, Vert, okay. Okay, we're waiting on Vert. Uh, then it's Oakland, the New York Mets, Washington, and then the Padres. I mean, is anyone trying to trade right now? <laughs> I'll take this dude right now. Um, I believe <laughs> we are on pick 11 or uh, 41 overall right now. Brent Hot. Brent Hot. I I I saw him. I saw him and I passed. Unfortunately. Um. Now it becomes a little bit harder for me. Um. I'll announce it here that I'm uh, I'm shopping this one. So if anybody can shoot me a pick. Uh, I'm going to be looking for a pick, but if you shoot me an offer, 
but I can't refuse. I'm going to take it. Oh, um, what did I have here? What did I have here? What did I have here? Okay, I just really don't want to go that far down. And this pick belongs to Boston. Hold on. Trade? Yep. Ooh. Well, the details. Pick 61 and 88 for this pick. 61 and 88. Marty Cole, third baseman. Got a plus I, everything else. You know, a context plus one, powers plus two. Defense, yeah, a, little, a, little, a, little, a little below. I had a tough time uh, really picking someone. Um, I have too many OFers, too many outfielders. Um, I know that that's kind of a bad reason to not pick someone. Um, there were a couple of pitchers that I kind oh, of saw, but I, I think I can get them around the 60. Range. Maddie's over there, like, what the fuck is PR doing? Clarence Rigg taken. Um, definitely, definitely a uh, risky pick with the shoddy defense at short. Yeah, I don't know if the intention is to have him at shortstop. Um, so it's all dependent on how his, you know, bat does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if the bat plays, then there's a spinal lineup. It's just harder to plug in a guy who uh, it was limited to a DH role or a first base role. You know, even plugging a guy with bad defense at first base can hurt your team. So, um, way to pick, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can't walk. Uh, doesn't make enough contact. Dan Jones. There's your generic name. Dan Jones. Actually, he could project to be a pretty good player. Mr. Jones. Maybe not a gold glove outfielder, but pretty good bat. Vanderpool and Lauren going to the Washington Nationals. And let's see, recollect where we are. Lauren Um, Vanderpool. I'm not too sure what exact pick we're on. I know we're in the the mid to late first round. Yeah, Lauren Vanderpool is just taken by Washington. So we are on... Okay, it's it's moving pretty fast. So we're on 46 overall pew. 
Oh, we're yeah, we're 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 at pick seventeen in the second round, forty seventh. Yeah. So Pew, uh, des- desolate. So Pew, desolate. Desley goes to Cincinnati. Well, yeah, Desley goes to Cincinnati. Pugh goes to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So now we're just waiting on G-Money to make a pick. I thought, I'm thinking G-Money's having a great draft so far. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely trying. He's going to rebuild with those Mets. Yeah, I think he's doing a hell of a job. He did very well to trade down in the first. He is going to take a different player who got taken by Andy, and I think he actually ended up with uh, with a better player because of it. That's that's sometimes how the cookie crumbles. You end up making a deal that you you know you're not so sure of, and it ended up being better than the deal that you were trying to make in the first place. Let's see who G Money takes here. Another outfielder for him. Who was it? Thomas McDonald? Eric McAndrew. Uh, oh, everybody forget the name I just said. <laughs> Eric McAndrew, switch hitter. Eric McAndrew, yeah, he, he definitely had, had it going on when I looked at him. I had him on my outfield list. Pokey, Kevin Toner? He's available. Kevin Tona, I had him on my list too. Let's see. Yeah, he's there. He's there. Boom. Kevin Tona. Hard to keep up with this guy. Yeah. Picks the guy who walks too. Apparently that's rare. He's a really good and good bat. He's never going to play in the field, but should be able to DH and hit very well. Well, Matt, Maddie, how much can you sacrifice defense at third base? How far can you go? You think? Not about thinking. It's not, honestly, it's about knowing, and you can't. So, so, I mean, so you, you you don't think you can hide a, a below average third baseman? I mean, not not someone who who would, who would punt who would punt the ball fifty times a year, but um, you should check out a thread that I posted in the league news forum. It's actually pinned on there the um, the vitals averages. I've listed it out for what they are as an average player across the board. You can see each position, and pretty much every position across the board is pretty good in in the field. You you can get away with an average player in the outfield. You know, on on the on the corners, but other than 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 that, you need a pretty good um, player there. Third base, it's a little bit, but he's no. You 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 can't play a guy who's gonna have you know sub. Well, the guy what um, who are we talking about? Toner. He's gonna have oh probably something in the sixties in in range and. The, Terrible arm. He's not going to be good enough. I hear you. Joseph Gardner taken. 
mean, I'm still shocked no one's taken a chance on Jay Upton yet. Uh, he obviously can't play the field, but he, he, he his back can, uh, you know, he could be a power back. I mean, his upside's not really there, but I'm just shocked that no one has taken a chance on Jay Upton. I think whoever would take him, what, the late miss. That's for sure. Say again? But he, he does have a bat, that's for sure. Yeah, he does have a bat. I mean, you, you, you draft a guy, you're, you're plugging him in at DH, and that's it. But, I mean, he's got a power-eye combo. One thing that's, that's a big risk that he's 22, um, and it's, it's tough to if they don't fit. You know, they. I mean, like if he doesn't jump in this first um, season, I'm not sure if he's actually already jumped or not. He's already jumped. It's actually really good. Let's see, has he jumped? No, he has not. So if he does not jump, then he has not jumped. If he does, he. I'll just say he projects to have. Uh, 75 contact, 94 power, and an 89 I. You said 94. You said 94 power, 89 I. What'd you say? Yep. 94 power, 89 I. That's what he projects. Yeah, I mean, Decker, uh, Decker, G Money, Hokey, and Maddie on deck. Um, we are waiting for Baltimore to make back-to-back selections uh, as we. Begin to enter the comp round. We're getting close there. Um, yeah, we're getting pretty close. We're about three, four picks away from, or five picks away from the controversial comp round. And, uh, mm-hmm. Maddie, how do you feel how that comp round really changed the dynamic of how the draft was going to unfold? Did you feel like it made anything more or less valuable, or did did you feel like, you know, Changing your, you know, exactly what you did with your three, four, five picks actually mattered, uh, per se. Um, I mean, all the picks still still matter. You just have to realize that your honest, you know, third and fourth round picks that they're that they're going to slide back almost a a full full round. Um, and as far as how it really made a difference is with like trying to to trade up because there's a whole round that you can't trade. So there's some people who seemingly when they were looking to trade down in, in, in the draft, they were kind of wanting value that wasn't there because it wasn't possible. So, I mean, if you were getting an, an offer for a second round pick that was before this comp round, then you were probably doing pretty good. So if you got that plus anything afterwards, you know, that's a, that's pretty good and good pick there, or trade. And, that, and now we have two picks there by Hick and Upton's off the board. Upton off the board. I mean, he has a, a, a small window, but he's definitely ready to start mashing them. I mean, I, I just think that's a risk pick. I mean, a risk pick. I, I, I mean, a, um, a good value pick. I'm sorry, but continue, guys. Well, that's a great pick. Um, G Money's on the board, um, I'm going to go into a little bit of hibernation while I look for my next draft pick, which I to be believe will be. Um, Lilliard. You, you know what? 
Lily, Deca just picked a pretty nice second baseman. Got I, high I, I, I think Lily, I, yeah, I think that's a very good pick. I'm, I'm not sure if he was on my board. Let me see if he was on my board. Lily. Uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not seeing it on my list. Shame on me. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. Who's got seven? McDonald. Thomas McDonald. Thomas McDonald going to who? Oh, G-Money. McDonald going to the Mets. He's going to be great in that park. As far as built for left-handed hitters? Actually, uh, City Field is definitely built for lefties. Yeah, Peter's crushing me saying that uh, Lilia was a terrible pick. Oh, that was Peter. Okay. <laughs> or, or guess number seven. Guess number seven. <laughs> I, 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 I thought Lilia was a good pick. I don't know. I'm, I'm with uh, Decker on that. So, I don't know what you're talking about, Peter. Tom Wright. That's two third basemen taken. Uh, Who's up now? Is this me? Uh, no, no, Matt, Maddie. <clears throat> Maddie's on uh, on deck right now. No, I'm up right now. I believe. Yeah, not now. He's up. Yeah. Well, I ask, is Maddie not take my guy? Well, I might. Well, it does. Announcing. Got to set it up to be all dramatic. All right, we're just waiting on Maddie now. SP Dyer and RF Corrid. Dyer, a good pick? All right, and I'm up. PR is up. 
There's another nice looking player I'm looking at right now. Yes, PR. There he goes. That's for me. Jose Vasquendo, and now we can enter the cop round. Basket duo. Basket duo. You got Atlanta, Texas, Cincinnati, the Royals, and Detroit on deck. Lots of auto picks coming, so everybody stay on your toes. We're moving quickly. It's only 8.30, and we're out. We, we could very well get to the mid-third round within the next 10 minutes. Yeah, comp round. Here we go. Wilcox, Vado. Wilcox, Vado. Those two. Going to the Braves and the Texas Rangers, respectively. McCain is gone, Hokey, yes. Why am I not seeing you, Vado? There he is. All right, now this this is where it kind of, you know, becomes troubling. Because, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, scouted very well for the high point of the draft. But I did not anticipate, you know, jumping back down to the fourth. Um, especially with I just made this pick, now I have the 88. So, hopefully the original list I came up with back when the file was still in March does me due diligence. D.F. Collins and Sexton, and starting pitcher Sexton going next for the Royals in Detroit, I believe. Yeah, there's still a guy out there. I'm, I'm surprised who hasn't been picked yet. Next is the Rangers, the Mets, then the Nationals twice, then the Indians, San Diego, and Seattle Mariners twice. Mm-hmm. money up, waiting for him to make his pick. I had a lot of outfielders here on my list. Plenty of outfield talent available in this draft. So where is that cutoff line between the uh, comp round and trading? We just pick? passed it. Uh, the okay, okay. Yeah, we just passed it. After I picked, uh, I had the last pick in the second round. After I picked, we entered the comp round. Okay, it'll be fifty-five. Will be the end of comp. Oh yeah, if you were asking that, yeah, that's the cutoff. Travis Clay. Travis Clay. How's he looking? Um, He's pretty good defensively. Yeah, he could be a solid player if he develops properly. As as everybody knows, you know, middle infield was nowhere to be found in this draft. So um, 
So if you're taking one, well, there's some good defensive guys, but overall, you know, middle infield was was horrific in this draft. So taking one, taking that one of the best ones high, I think there's not many left, or not many will be picked until we get into the fourth round. All right. Peter taking Carl Garbus and Craig Seeley. I believe I have both of those on my list as well. Good picks by Pete. Garbus and uh, Oh, yeah, true. My bad, Maddie. Jumped again there. It's fair. I might have traded if I could, but <laughs> if I can't, I won't. Yeah, they thought I traded the comp pick when uh when I made this trade with Boston, but we just barely missed the comp round by one pick on one side and three picks on the other. I was second guessing it for a second too. Oh my god, where there it is. Damn, who the hell is that? I'm telling you, there's one. A, a, a breathalyzer test to me. Oh, yeah, that was me, my bad. I definitely <laughs> exhaled <laughs> mad laugh. <laughs> uh, OS. So. Looking at okay, some man. of these names here, I I, I think uh, Jimmy Shackey is one of the more interesting names out of this draft. We don't have any really weird ones. What are we looking at? Yeah, and this is where the draft kind of like hits a rut. I don't really, you know, I'm 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 scanning the pool, but. I mean, if if I may just say one thing, there's one dude that's out there. I am very shocked that Nick Raggin is not taken right now. Well, come on, man. Uh, I mean, he's out there. I'm. He's I mean, 18th on my draft board, and I just passed him up for the second time. <laughs> what worth? I think. Um, I mean, he could. I mean, he, he's got. I mean, he's got great vitals. Great um, vitals. I'm just shocked that he is. Uh... Well, he's well, very good. To first base. I mean, yeah. he's gonna be. He's gonna be taken still. I mean, he's a first baseman and he has a three drop on his contact versus righty, so he's kind of. Uh, he's kind of a risky pick, so. And I think he'll 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 get there. My draft file says he'll he'll easily get actually he'll get above eighty in contact, but still he's still a risky pick. Honestly, his range is terrible. He's only passable as a first in in the field. You can do much better. I hear you, but. you know, drafting him at this stage, I think, uh, you know, I mean, every pick at this at this point is a risk. 
<clears throat> I just think Ragan is a good risk. Yeah, well, definitely. If I didn't have the first baseman that I already have in my system, or the potential DH bat that I have in my system, I would have picked him. Mm. And he's be, he should be a pretty darn good bat. I mean, he's going to be kind of like um, my one first baseman um, outfielder, um, Jameson McIntyre. I mean, really um, a, a mid, mid-round pick because of the, the position that he plays, but if the bat develops, he'll be very, very good. I'm telling you, if you pick a dude who projects to be Jamison McIntyre, I think you hit a home run if you pick a dude who projects to be Jason McIntyre <laughs> in the third, um, mid-third round. Um, I think we're at pick 13 and 14 with Seattle. Uh, the Red Sox at 15, San Diego after that. The Mets, Dodgers, Mets, and Minnesota. There's Cornell Wagon. Out the mid-third round. Cornell, damn, Cornell is still up there. I was hoping he reached me. Um, you know, it was kind of a long shot, but Cornell still being up there, I think, was was way more surprising than Ragged. Uh, well, Cornell doesn't have the range to be a center fielder or to be an outfielder. I mean, you have to stick him in center field, but, I mean, me, initially looking at him, he could easily play ball. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have... He doesn't have the bat. I mean, the I think. I, I mean, I think for the bat, that you know, Ragan was the dude that um, you wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I'd go with Cornell. I go with okay. Cornell even, even even with the bat, just with the potential. I mean, you know, Ragan Ragan's definitely going to hit for a, you know a lot more. Po- I mean, yeah, a lot more power. But I think you know, I like Cornell's bat. Uh, well, I, I, I was going Ragan simply simply because he had the upside. That Ragan, uh, that um, Cornell did not. Cornell Ragan had it doesn't have much upside offensively, honestly. And the Red Sox take catcher Michael Knowles. So this no catcher-heavy draft continues to live up to the hype. No doubt. Oh, there's a pitcher here who I'm kind of like scared <laughs> of. Don't be scared. You got this. I mean, I mean, this draft class is crazy deep. Yeah, there's still some some pretty good players. I kind of absolutely my fourth rounder now. I remember my first round pick mid mid first round pick was a guy I'm looking at right now. Comparable, right? Uh, I'm looking at this comparable to my mid first round pick last year, and it's the third round. Yeah. Yeah. some of these guys. Some of them are just equally worth the other. 
And what you know, what what do you do when like you know you have a pitcher who's just as good as the hitter you want to take? Like, you know, do you go pitching because pitching you know is more you know is a lot more premium in the league, or do you go hitting because you know obviously you know hitters are very valuable in the league? How, how do you do the possible elimination where you have two great players and you're really deciding on taking one or the other? Do you, do you go with need sometimes? No, I don't think you go for, for need. I mean, there's somewhat of a need factor. Like, I really want to get a catcher, so maybe I slot them slightly over other players who are about the, the same skill set. But overall, just take the best player possible. Personally, I try to go for the premium um, um, spots, you know, like, you know, so catcher, shortstop, second base, center field, starting pitcher, those are the primo ones. Um, but like I was telling JHC earlier, you know, getting like a right fielder who can play pretty good defense, that's kind of tough here. You, know, you either have those guys who they have no arm or no no range. So with his pick, what, his third pick of uh, that 16-year-old, you know, that's a pretty good pick because... McCord? Yep, because it's not a primo spot, but defense there is tough to get, and he's going to have an overall great play. Yeah, I agree. I think McCord is a crazy good pick uh, by JHC. For his bad end, his defense. So, I think he's a great all-around player. So, I guess overall, the answer is yes and no, I guess. You just kind of got to balance it out. And if you have a if you have a a left fielder or a first baseman who is just going to mash, then yeah, you take them. But if they're going to have a good bat, I would and you might be up against a shortstop who is going to be a great fielder and a decent bat, I'd probably go for the for the shortstop then. <clears throat> Maddie, I have a question for you though. You know, I remember last year you said you would avoid. Um, Picking a player who, who in the draft shows a lot of depth in a certain position. Last year, there's a lot of pitchers. Would you, if if you had the same conundrum, do I pick a hitter or or a pitcher? Do you put depth in, into consideration? Not really, because it's that's really, really trying to figure out. Because you know you're thinking of, I think that there's there's depth, but do other people agree? Because I know that there's there's some years where People are really high on a certain pitcher, and I don't like him at all for the you know for the up, up the builds over the last year or the year before that. There was a lot of pitchers that had like mid fifties can 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 control, and those those builds just scare me. So you know, there's some who love him, and it's just really risky. So I guess overall, I just go with where I think that there's there's talent because. You know, if you wait on a on a deep pool, you're then not getting those those top players. Where if it's deep, possibly can get a top player plus one of the 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 middle you know players in in that you know pitcher pool. If, if yeah, that's cool. what we're talking about. Cool. Overall, it's just draft the player that you think is going to be the the best, you know, like if, if you know that you just took uh, a right fielder in in the last round, maybe you're not looking at taking another 
player at, at, at the same position, but yeah, like what? Yeah. Listen, what if what if what if you know what if I have a right fielder? Okay, so I pick a right fielder in the first round because he's the best talent on the board, and then the second round comes, and then a right fielder is the best talent on the board again. Like, would you be against not taking him because you've already you know you you've had you already have three good right fielders? Would you be like? for taking somebody who is not as good talent-wise just because they're from a different position. Depends on if they can play other other positions. You know, if, if someone else can play left or first base, then go ahead and take them because you can move them around. You can, you know, put a guy at first base, a guy at left field, and the other one can stay in, in right field. I can see that. I can see, you know, using DH and first base to be advantage. I think that first base defense actually is kind of worth something just in the sense of saving errors from infielders. But, um, but yeah, you could definitely, like, I guess, work a corner outfielder just the first base mix, depending on where their bat is. Like, like with Chicago, you have Steger and Humphreys. It doesn't matter if, you know, one can only play, you know, if both of them have to play first base. You're going to figure out a way. You know whether it's DH first base or sticking one in left field to make it work as best for the offense. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, um, like I said earlier, it's just it's a real tough game of of balancing. You know, do I do I do this or do that? But overall, I I usually just try and pick best player possible. You know, I don't you don't want to get too many players at the same position, but it's it, it, it's tough. Kind of you, want, you want to balance. If you know that you're coming up on you know the next three or four years, you're going to be needing uh, a second baseman, then it's good to try and draft a, a second baseman. But I would never force it just because you you need it because you can always trade for one or possibly sign one in free agency. Yeah. yeah definitely, yeah. just never force it. That, that's always bad. Brian say, Jesus Christ, Bert, you're killing me. This this compromise has gone way slower than we all predicted. Yeah, it should have been a freaking breeze. I don't know. The past, like, five Uh, five picks have been kind of like, what's going on? I mean, let me me prepare my ass before I start putting my foot in my mouth. (laughs) Um... So Minnesota, St. Louis. All right, so we're on pick 21. Um, it looks like Baltimore, Kansas City are up next. Uh, then the Mets, Boston, Toronto, followed by Kansas City again, Boston again, San Diego, and then the Mets again. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. No. Uh, after Kansas City, the second time is Boston, then San Diego, and we round out the round with the Mets. Pick 88 belongs to Tampa. So, I mean, I don't know if I confused myself there, but I probably did. It's been a long day, man. Happy opening day. Happy opening day. I, I have my lineup in there. I never played fantasy baseball. I told, I made a deal with Peter. If he could get, you know, two people to join that same day, then I joined. And um, and hopefully that uh, – hopefully I win in that league. I, I, It'll be interesting to see how different fantasy baseball is from football because I really like fantasy football. I feel like it's really easy to catch on to. 
Yeah, plug and play. Set it, set it and forget it almost. <sighs> Baseball is a daily sport. Football is a weekly sport. Wait, what did you say, Matty? Well, no, I, I said I said baseball. It was Jamie who said that, but I oh, said baseball is a da- yeah, baseball is a daily sport in terms of fantasy. Football is a oh, weekly yeah, sport. Yeah, I guess so. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's different there. I have to pay more attention to what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Nathan Liddell. This next pick is Selected. going to be hard. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the the talent pool is kind of. Fizzing out, so. I mean, there's still guys. I mean, definitely still guys, but. I mean, yeah, there's still some guys left. I'm just. My list is getting very thin. I mean, I can't wait to have my one draft pick. Super pumped for it. SP Muscle White. Yeah, I see Rocky just wasted a, a pick there. You think Rocky wasted a pick there? Yeah. I think I'm up. All right, this is my pick. This is my pick. I'm up. Okay, hold on. Okay, cool. Muscle All right, one second. Sorensen. Nathan Sexton was picked, right? I just want to make sure. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Sexton Man was picked. Yeah, I'm up to date, PR. So if you need to ask if who's available, I got you. Cool. Mike Morris is available. Well, Mike Morris, I really like him too. I got to think if he hits in the 90s, he's going to be really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jorge Zayden, he's he's a pretty decent bat, pretty good bat actually. Corey Fulton, catcher, he's got an arm. I'm just looking at the top peak guys. Beltano, uh, relief pitcher. Is Sean Mobley still there? He's gone. Gone. He's gone. Shit. Okay. I'm going to scramble. 
looking for starting pitching? No. I'll tell you, top pick, 83, Salteno, Fulton, Zayden, Cogswell, Wilson. Who the fuck is that? He's available. I took him. (laughs) Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Line of the night. (laughs) Damn, (laughs) Maddie. I think he just made up a player. I don't see him. <laughs> Another one is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we got this, this guy asked to draft for you. I mean, we got we got kids listening to this program. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh man, uh, man, that was funny. Yeah, I'm taking a fire on him. Hopefully he works out. All right, and the third round is about to end. Um, We have Decker up right now. Uh, Decker Decker selected Muldoon uh, side pitcher. We got G-Money. Now it's the New York Mets. Then Chicago White Sox will round out, um, followed by TD and the Cardinals, the Mets again, Houston, the Twins, the Royals, and then Oakland. Um, yeah. I don't know about that Hutchinson pick. I think I just shot myself in the foot. I just wanted to make a few. Um Louis Villarreal. Okay, another catch of taken. I would consider selling some of my picks. The pick list is in my trade block for all those lovely listeners out there. Christian Brady. That's a guy with nice splits. What? Yeah, Christian Brady. I mean, I, I, I think. Uh, uh, what's his name? Right fielder Zayden. He'd be a solid pick. Uh, whoever would take him at this rate, just just in terms of a good bat. Um. I think Evan Cogswell will be a good pick. I do, too. Pick him so we get a crappy player off the board. I mean, whoops. No, yeah, actually take him. He's awesome. Evan Cogswell? Yeah, he's going to be an eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually was really high on him. He, he was on my draft board. I mean, obviously, I don't know picks, but, yeah, he was one of the guys uh, who I starred, I guess, but... You know, a lot of people are trying to get players who uh, 
were taken like ages ago. That happens every draft. Yeah. Every draft. Every time. I know, I know Andy's not too pleased about this. I mean, I'm announcing to the world that Evan Cogswell is available, and he looks like a stud. Bad in practice, yes, I agree. <laughs> Bad in practice. I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But um, I don't think he could serve up a better home run pitch than if you set it on a tee. Uh, let, me, let me check him out real quick. Let me see this. Okay. Okay, he gives us a home run. Oh, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. He does have some control issues, a little home run issues, but maybe he'll correct them. Maybe. He's got a plus curveball. He's got a plus fastball. Maybe he just does dominate hitters in minor leagues. The thing with him is that with his power being that much over his con, con, control, his control is not going to develop. Jesus, you must be hammered. You can't even get the word control up. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, this podcast has gone off the rails. So I just lost track. So we got Damn it. Jack. Ah, oh, man, Pete Shepard. That's a great pick by G Money. I should have made that my pick instead of Pete. Um, I remember Pete Shepard was a really good pick for 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 the talent that's around right now. In my opinion. Yeah. So my picks are available. Someone offered me cash, beer, hots, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you want a beer? I, if you want a beer, I, I'll take a. I'll take Cogswell. When'd you pick? I'm gonna look it up on the draft board. Think I can remember all those picks? Well, I'm glad I can my beer. Listen, I'll ship you a six pack of Miller Lite if you want. You know, something like that. Well, yeah. um, oh, you want you you want you want you want Yingling, right? You're Yingling. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I like Yingling. A good heifer bison. A good heifer bison gets you like two picks. The Minnesota Twins are up. All right, so we're waiting on Minnesota. Um, we are in the fourth round, early fourth round. Uh, we're getting close to the finish line here for the pod. Um, it's been going fast. It's been going slow at certain points. Um, if we can get to it quickly, we could finish within the hour of the entire draft. Um, thankfully, I only have one more pick left as I have totally dealt myself out of the ladder rounds. So I don't have to waste anybody's time, especially Andy's here. Dan Wilson, taken by Minnesota. Um, 
There's a couple of quality guys left. I don't know. But the, I, I don't really have anybody on my board left. Um, I was wondering if anybody wants to pick 113. It's up for, for cash. And picks away. Did I just fart? Nah. What the hell was that? <laughs> nah, that was my dog. Who's <laughs> up right now? Um. All right, G Money's up. I believe he's got his back-to-back picks. Uh, the Oakland Athletics just took second baseman Santanilas. Um, as we enter the mid-fourth. Oh, no, he doesn't have back-to-back picks. It's the Nationals after the Mets, then the Yankees, Reds, and then the Mets have their back-to-back picks, followed by the Reds, and then another Mets pick. So this is definitely G-Money's round. Um... Yeah, and as I expected, this part of the draft kind of falls apart a bit. Yeah, this is like, it's very difficult. You know, like how, well, when I was scouting the. What's. No, I, never, I never. I didn't have a really, really strong feeling towards this draft in the first place. Um, the bottom half kind of fell apart a bit, but it kind of picks back up in the later fifth to, to sixth round, at least, as far as value versus normal normal years. The Mets taking Mc is that an L or an I? McLaver McVar? McVar? McIvar? McLovin. McLovin. Sean McIvar. Or is it oh. Sean McVigar? Oh. That's a decent pick for that for that. That's a very nice pick. Very young guy. He grow into something. Tony Squires, Coswell. Coswell and Soteno are taken. Tiny. And now it's G-Money twice, I believe. 
All right. Just waiting on G Money here. This part it's kind of slowed down a bit. We were kind of mm-hmm. running through things. I mean, we're in uh, the mid, we're we're in the mid first fourth, and it's only been an hour in. So I think we we've, we've done a great job of, of yeah, learning how to keep those going. We could do a better job, but the pace has gone very very well. I mean, usually we finish up the draft at around ten thirty or so, and we're already a decent way through the fourth round. So. Yeah. We'll be done by ten o'clock, which is really, really good for the pace. I think like people always just assume that we're gonna get that every pick is gonna be boom, 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 and it's just not how it's gonna be and this pace is still very good. Yeah. Um, so I mean, do you guys you know, do you guys see any uh any, you know, real good you know, valuable picks to be made so far? I mean, I know we were talking about how the the draft seems to, you know, lag. I think it kind of, you know, I think at this point, you know, this draft is kind of like pretty much done in terms of top-notch talent. Right now it's just looking at potential. Um, but, yeah, so, like, you guys have any final words on this draft or how you feel about it, how you feel went into it, and how you think you guys did? Uh, I know that uh, you, J. Main, only had one pick, but... Yet to pick. Yeah. To pick. <laughs> so I've had a great draft so far, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I've had a very mediocre to above average draft. Mediocre um, to above average? Is that yeah. because of like your picks personally or is that because of who was available at the time you had to pick? Pitching went a lot faster than I thought it was gonna be. Like I said, it's always hard to predict what's really gonna happen. So, you know, you're trying to, you know, say that you know, it's a if it's a pitch-heavy draft, well, is it going to go early, or if people is it going to are they going to go in 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 spurge? Are people going to try and get position players instead? It's always tough, but that's why you just kind of roll with with the punches and keep on going. You don't try and lock yourself into I need this or that. You need to draft good players, and the rest will just fall in place. I mean, I. I what I would say, I, I, you know, the only surprising thing is I didn't really see any reach picks, any surprising picks that jump out at you. Like, oh, this, you know, an 84 peak guy was taken in the top 15. A lot of the picks were um, picks I saw coming. So that's how yeah, I, mean, um, I, I, I like my I like my draft. I got Carrick. He was one of the number one guys on my list. Um, I'm happy I got him at 11. Um, I got a, I got Paul Litbeck, who I was looking at at pick eight originally back when the opening day file came out, and um, I'm happy to have gotten him so late. And uh, just a couple other picks. My Hutchinson pick A, you know, I, I took him for speed. Uh, I would have rather probably take Shepherson, uh, who ended up going to the Mets. But overall, I, I, I definitely like the way my outcome of this draft came out. Um, it wasn't a very strong draft. Besides what was up on the top ten, but um, overall we'll, we'll we'll probably end up you know we'll look forward to Maddie's draft grades and look forward to um I believe you're doing uh something on the, the twenty fifty five draft this year right? Yeah, I'm gonna look look back at all that and see how they how they turned out and how I felt at your picks went. 
All right, we're definitely going to be looking forward to that. So um, I think that uh, we can probably wrap this up. Um, I really yeah. want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, any any of you guys want to, you know, say one last last few words? Oof, Maddie. I'm good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got nothing either. It's been it's been a pretty standard draft. It's been you know pretty fast. So. Um, All right, man. So um, yeah, thanks. it's been a good time. Thanks again, guys. Uh, I thank you for coming in, and um, I'll talk to you guys next time, man. Uh, adios. Uh,